Welcome back to season six of the Travel Stories podcast. In this season, we're following me around. Um, we're following me. Is that weird? Sounds weird. But we're following me around every country in mainland Europe. Hey guys, how you doing? Uh, what an intro. <laughs> There's just some people from the hostel. Um, if you are in, if you're in Ukraine, I was just talking to a girl from Ukraine, and you are, let's see, what people do in the Ukraine, and you're going to the hostel that you're staying in, and you're thinking, wow, it's cheap here, man. And, uh, and you're trying to get used to the language, but it's kind of difficult, but you, you can pick out a few words now, and you're listening to this on your way. If you are in, let's think, San Diego. If you're in San Diego, and you're just waking up. You're just waking up, you think, tell you what, while I have a shower, get ready for work, I'm gonna put on a little podcast, and there you are. You listen to this in the shower, and uh, you're thinking, man, I hope that phone doesn't get wet. <laughs> and this is one of those new ones that, uh, that's waterproof. What am I talking about? Then I would invite you to join me. I am currently in a very noisy, uh, where am I? Warsaw, that's it. Currently in Warsaw. I'm about to get run over, actually. Oh, hey, up. Oh. That was close. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Warsaw. <laughs> Last week, I was in, where was I last week? Where was I last, was I in Warsaw again? No, I can't remember where I was. Hold on, I'm gonna check. This is crazy. I don't know, where was I last week? Was I in Prague? I think I was in Prague. Maybe I wasn't. Oh, I don't know, was I in Warsaw? <laughs> Who knows, no, that's where I was. I was in Munich airport. I was in Munich airport because I was going to the gig. That's right. Yeah, so, God damn it! <laughs> police and ambulances. And as soon as I hit record on one of these walking about episodes, everything happens. It's like they wait, they go, right, he's hit record. Go, 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 go. So anyway, <laughs> I was in Munich airport because I was on the way to the gig. Descendants in a Wilhelm scream. And let me tell you, it was probably one of the, if not the best gigs I've ever been to. It was absolutely, Ridiculous. For those of you who don't know, Wilhelm Scream are relatively, not new, but young band. They're uh, from Massachusetts and they're incredibly fast punk rock. And it was absolutely intense, man. Intense. And then Descendants came on and they're the godfathers of pop punk. They invented pop punk, pretty much. And uh, they were, I mean, it was crazy. Like there were people, there was, uh, what's it called, crowd surfing. Every 30 seconds, there'd be like some legs come, come over the top of you and like someone being thrown. I saw a girl get thrown. Someone was holding her by like the kind of calves and thighs and then just kind of threw her like you'd, like you'd hit a baseball with a baseball bat. Just threw her like that. <laughs> it was absolutely ridiculous. So, and then we met the band afterwards and I wanted to ask, ask advice from Bill Stevenson, the drummer of The Descendants, so I did. I said, uh, I said, right, like, you're the most driven person in the world, because he is. I said, how, uh, if you were to give some advice for how to be as driven as Bill Stevenson, what would your advice be? And he said, right, two things. He said, number one, he said, I, I, I never had, my parents weren't anything. They weren't scientists, they weren't good at anything. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't born with any type of start, any type of, you know, uh, head start. And he said, uh, he said, I'm not naturally good at drums. I said, well, that's not true. He goes, I'm not naturally good at drums, but my advice is to try harder. Try harder than everyone else. He says, that's what everyone can do. 
He said, you may not be born with the gifts, but you can try harder than everyone else. And with that, you will succeed. I said, okay, that's cool. That's nice. I like that. And that, that kind of, that goes with a lot of things in life. It even goes to, uh, I'm getting by a road now. It's getting a little busy. Let's go over here. It even goes into travel. You may not be born into money like I was not. You may not be born into the travel spirit. I kind of was, but not really. Like you may not have these advantages. This goes with anything in life, but you can try harder than everyone else. This is the Bill Stevenson way. However, his second piece of advice, he says, number two, do not take that first piece of advice. I was confused. And he said, uh, he said, I've had health problems over the years and it's all down to this. He said, this trying harder, this drive, this is what will eventually get me. Like, I would not wish for this life of trying harder for anyone. So I said, right, that's, that's fairly conflicting, I'd say. <laughs> and, uh, oh, getting in the wind now. So that was his advice. So take, <laughs> take it how I took it, which was confused. <laughs> but that's the advice from Mr. Bill Stevenson. On the way, I tell you what, I'm gonna sit down somewhere where it's not windy instead of walking around. In fact, no, I'm gonna walk this way. And so, yeah, the plane back, right? Hold on, I'm gonna cross a little road here. Oh, there's a little crossing. So the plane back, right? <laughs> I don't know how many of you guys have uh, been in this position, but I'm there, waiting for the plane back, you know, and then uh, it starts raining. I'm thinking, well, I'm not thinking anything, it's just rain, isn't it? And uh, is this like Vietnam where you just go? I think it is, yeah, it is. And um, it starts raining harder and harder, and then it's like, it's super rain now. It's ridiculous, it's a storm. I'm thinking this, this flight's not gonna happen, is it? And then it comes over the, over the little intercom thing, the flight, whatever, to Warsaw has been, uh, has been moved to an hour later, been delayed, there you go, to an hour later. I'm like, all right, that's okay. And then it happens again. <laughs> flight's moved an hour later and it kept on happening, but it was cool. Munich Airport's nice. But Charlie, who I was with, her plane <laughs> got delayed four hours, I think, which means, which meant that she missed her train on the way back, right? <laughs> and then, so, so she couldn't get the train. And so she goes, oh, okay, I'll get a coach instead. Booked the coach, right? <laughs> Just kind of, kind of wrote off the money from the train. Booked the coach, and then she got a message. Due to an accident, the coach has been canceled. <laughs> <laughs> and this is like 1, 2 a.m., something like that. So everything had been cancelled. But then they said, because of this, <coughs> we've arranged taxis from uh, Manchester to Birmingham. And I'm like, that is good news. Instead of being in a horrible coach, you're in a taxi. That's amazing. And yeah, it's just my, my thing, which I don't know. I don't know if people enjoy it, but I always see the good in everything, man. <laughs> so it kind of turned out all right for her. And this is... That's something that, it's something that I do naturally now, and it's something that I would implore everyone to attempt to uh, attempt to bring into their lives. Seeing the good in bad situations—that is, like, it's—I've done it so many years now that it's the first thing my mind goes to, and that's why I'm so bad at being that guy that someone talks to when something bad happens. You know, it's like, oh, this happened. This fella broke up with me. And I'm like, well, yeah, if you think about it this way, <laughs> and that's not what people want to hear. But, you know, 
This is the way I think. This is the way I think. So, got back to Warsaw. All right. We've got a fair few questions today, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get through this this start stuff, right? How are you guys, by the way? Hello. I don't think I said hello. Hello. It is sweltering in Warsaw right now. Sweltering. But uh, quite nice. I'm about to get into a place that doesn't have wind and cars and what have you, so the audio will get better. I hate that audio, man. So, got back into Warsaw, right? And uh, hit up an Uber. Damn, man, I love Uber. It's so good. It's so easy. It really is. Anyway, so I got in the Uber. I was like, you right, mate? How you going? Nothing. Just, just nothing back of this guy, right? So I'm like, all right, you know, maybe he doesn't speak English, you know. And then as we're going, I, he answers the call and uh, he's talking in English. So I'm like, oh, okay, he does speak English. So then I say something, whatever, you know, been busy. What time are you on till? Something like that. Nothing. Nothing. So I'm thinking, what's going on here? And, uh, and then we eventually get to the destination. And I say, thanks, mate. You, uh, you have yourself a good night, you know, stuff like that. Nothing. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> I don't know what I did. I must have done something. But yeah, I just found, thought that was weird. Anyway, so then I got to uh, Marta's. Uh, is the, uh, the girl I was staying with. And um, the next day I left Marta's and booked into a hostel because I have, uh, or I had, a bunch of work to do. And so I was like, look, you know, I'm gonna be doing this work and it's, I don't wanna be using your place like a hotel, you know what I mean? I'm gonna be boring. So I booked into a hostel instead. And I booked in. It's a really nice place. There's a lot of people there, man. I actually, last night, I met a good, this is just stream consciousness. This is, I met a guy who was, what was he? Half Belgian, half Dutch, I think. But he was raised in uh, Greece and he spoke six languages. Like what? <laughs> Absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy, but um, super cool guy, super cool guy. That was like the least interesting bit of information I think I've ever shared. Anyway, <laughs> so this thing happened as well, where I had all this work to do. It was like Monday or Tuesday or whatever. I had all this work to do. And so I'm like, ooh, hey, here's another one of these little, uh, why can I never think of the name for it? Little turnstile, kind of you go in and it, you know, flips you around when you go into the mall. Ooh, there's weird audio in here. There we go. Ah, oh, see, how much better is that audio? Isn't that better already? Oh man, I told you, told you it'd get better. Right, <laughs> so I had loads of work to do. It was on Monday and I thought, all right, I've got, you know, five days to do this. I'm all good. So I did a bit <laughs> and Tuesday came around. Still had most of the work to do. It's one day's work. Still had most of the work. I thought, right, today I'll do it. Didn't, all right. <laughs> Wednesday came around. I thought, right, let's get this done. Didn't. <laughs> kind of like, because the thing is, when you're traveling, you meet people and you start talking, you go, this is the most interesting, this guy speaks six languages. I've got to talk to this guy. And then you just don't do anything apart from meet people and all the fun stuff and stuff you want to do. I think it's a discipline thing, really. Thursday came around, didn't do it. <laughs> no, I did, I did a bunch yesterday. But um, yeah, and so now I've got a bunch of work to do today. But there you go, this is not interesting. I'm gonna get, this is me getting to the questions because that's the interesting part, man. All right. But next week, or in fact, no, tomorrow, I'm gonna get up at 4 a.m. or I'm gonna leave at 4 a.m. because I am taking a plane to London and then me and Charlie are hanging out, going for a pub lunch. 
can't wait for that. And then we're getting on a plane to New York because we're spending a day in New York and then we're going to Philadelphia for about a week. So if you're in any of those places, let me know. We can hang out, it'll be fun. Yeah. Right, we'll get onto questions in a second actually because this has been on my mind. What I'm looking forward to the most yeah, probably the most, actually. And I, I'm afraid that I'm living, I'm doing that thing of living in the future a bit, you know? Because, like, I've got this cool thing coming, I'm going to New York, going to Philadelphia, you know, it's going to be super fun. But all I can think about, man, that music's loud. All I can think about <laughs> is getting back, getting on the bike, heading north, camping, getting back into nature. Do you know what I mean? It's like, because my perfect day, right, my perfect day, is in the morning, I wake up, I'm, I'm in nature already, I'm in the middle of nowhere, right? I wake up, go down to the river, you know, get a bit clean, kind of wash a bit, you know, have a bit of breakfast that I'm making a little pan. It's still just, you know, come out of the tent, do all this. And then there's no place where this music isn't playing, right? <laughs> and then get on the bike, you know, pack everything up, get on the bike, and then head out, find another place, by a river in a different country, buy some food, <laughs> you know, get there and like set up the tent, set up the, you know, put the bike there, get the guitar out, play some guitar, have a little sing song, like by a river, you know, sun's going down, I've got 70s music playing, that is my perfect day, just being, I don't know, that feels like living to me. I mean, it, it I think, I think people's, What's the word? People's perfect, all per Man, let's learn how to talk again. Uh, I think a lot of people's perfect days are very different. That's mine. For some other people, it might be going into Barcelona and seeing all of the historical things or Rome or whatever, and like going to the museums and, and seeing everything there. That I could, I could do for a day. I could do for a day, but I need to get back into the mountains. I need to get back next to the rivers. I need to put that 70s music on and just feel like I'm there, you know? That for me is, is the perfect day. So I'm kind of living in the future a little bit and trying not to, but that's where I am, man. That's where I am in my head. So let's get to some questions, man. Let's, let's get to some questions. <laughs> right, where are we? Okie dokie. Uh, here we are. This is from Lisa Marks. And, uh, or Lisa? Lisa, potentially, Marks. I think she's, yeah, I don't know. She, between kind of wanting to overthrow the government and uh, you can see where I'm going with this, <laughs> and seizing the, what is it, seizing the means of production, I think it is. Between all that, she's found time to, uh, to message. <sighs> what an obscure <laughs> reference. <laughs> okay. She says, hey Hayden, just laughed my ass off my flight to, can't pronounce that, uh, <laughs> B-O-D-O, -O, but the O has a, has a line through it. But that's weird, because isn't that what you do with zeros to signify that they're zeros and not O's? Anyway, but uh, I'm not going to try. Uh, no, I will. B bod, bod, I think bod, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with bod. Bodo. <laughs> She's going to laugh her ass up again. Uh, I guess 20 other people already told you, yeah, yeah, they did. But Berater from Outfit Berater, which was last week, I was going around Munich Airport, and there was a, I was trying to read all the German, and there was a thing, we're looking for an outfit berater. <laughs> Someone that berates the outfit, like, what are you wearing, mate? You need to get in this shop and buy yourself some clothes. 
Yeah. Uh, means advisor. I guess this is also why people think German is such a harsh language. You opened my perspective on that today. Yeah, maybe. I think it just sounds like a harsh language as well. It's, it's quite, see, the way I think about it is it's quite percussive is the thing, you know? It's, it's quite like, uh, like that old thing of, like if you think of the word butterfly, think of it in Portuguese, mariposa, you know? And then you think German, schmetterling, you know? It's <laughs> that video, you gotta watch it, anyway. Uh, honestly, she says, honestly, they should just write, they are looking for a Verkaufer or Verkauferin. Um, don't know why I said that in that accent, uh, but that maybe sounds too plain. Anyway, hope you enjoy Germany, my origin country. I did enjoy Munich. The, uh, the gig was amazing. The venue was amazing. You don't have venues like that in England, man. It was super, super good, man. But yeah, I, I did enjoy it. Thank you for your message. <laughs> it was amazing. I'll be back. All right, this one is from Danny Twitchy. She says, by the way, I just finished yesterday's podcast on my way to work. You were wondering what we thought you looked like. Yes, I was. Yes, I was. Because I always get the question, I always get the statement, you look nothing like I thought you would. So that begs the question, what do you think? <laughs> what do you think I look like? And so she says, so to answer that, before finding your Instagram, I pictured you as a beachy Brazilian man. Have you been searching around my dreams? You have, haven't you? Right. I'm awful with accents, and in the first episode I heard you were talking about how your Brazilian accent comes out sometimes from pronouncing port Portuguese towns. That's true, because I speak Brazilian Portuguese and not Portugal Portuguese. So, but this not even just Portuguese town towns. This happens with any kind of foreign word. I automatically, like my brain just goes, oh, we need to utilize the foreign accent. And so it just happens. Uh, I totally just went with it, she says, and thought you were straight out of Sao Paulo or something. Embarrassing. Not embarrassing. Completely understandable. And, uh, well, sorry to disappoint. <laughs> right then. <laughs> what we got here? We had one. We had one come in on email, I think. Let me have a look. I'm pretty sure we had one come in on email. Which is... Which email did this even come into? Anyway. This is from Pippa Linnet or Linet. In fact, hold on. Doesn't that mean... Isn't Pippa short for Philippa, which would make you Phil Lennon, <laughs> the, uh, the late bassist and singer of Thin Lizzy? <laughs> Amazing. Are your parents Thin Lizzy fans? I bet they are. She says, hello from a girl in transit. This music is everywhere. Apologies for the massive font. Can't seem to change it on my phone. <laughs> she says, hey, Hayden, I'm currently partway through my 40 hours of travel from Wellington, New Zealand, back to Leicestershire, UK. After, I love Leicestershire. After over two and a half years away. How good's that? So what, did you go to, uh, I'm guessing you went to New Zealand and, no, yeah? Uh, maybe, no, here's what I'm guessing. I'm guessing that you went to Australia first for a year, working holiday, and then went to New Zealand, because I think they have the same thing. And then, another half a year illegally <laughs> that's what I'm guessing uh, I rediscovered your podcast rediscovered nice uh, again a few weeks ago and have been listening to a fair few of your episodes along the way I love your ramblings I love when people say that because this music is so loud so yeah I love when people say that because this is a ramble and I feel like I don't know I feel like if it was someone I enjoyed listening to, I, I, I wouldn't mind the ramble. I would like the ramble. Bill Burr does a ramble, I'll listen to anything he wants to talk about. So I'm glad that that's kind of happening, or seems to be anyway. Uh, especially your thoughts about the meaning of life, the script, which I call the system. And then she uses explicit language. 
<laughs> which obviously I do as well. And like, it's, I've said this before, it's all down to uh, uh, Rebel Gran, that's it. So I've got a listener sent in a review, Rebel Gran. And because I know that there's a Gran listening to the show, I can't, br- I, I can only imagine my grandma listening and thinking, ooh, Oh, he's saying bad words, you know. Not all grands are like that, you know what I'm saying. But yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Mindset, motivation as well as tra- as well uh, as well as travel, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I love talking about this stuff. I, I often worry that I'm talking about that stuff too much. Like the system and the meaning of life and kind of quasi-philosophical things. But I do love it too. I do love it too. It's been interesting. She says, hearing about your life path, and it's not boring, by the way. Well, thank you very much. Uh, Mine has been similar in some ways. Growing up in the Midlands. Yeah, Midlands, represent. Uh, Going to uni in Nottingham. Nottingham, represent. Uh, Then escaping for a working holiday in Australia. Oh, I was totally right. No way. Before moving on to new lands. That's amazing. Yes. Anyway, that's, that's quite similar to myself, actually. I was in Nottingham. I went from Nottingham to Australia. And I wasn't in uni there, I went to uni in Coventry, but um, I was living in Nottingham. And then that's where we went to Australia from. So that's cool, man. Uh, my next plan, she says, is to find even more purpose in my life. That's a good plan. Traveling and working abroad has been an incredible experience, one that I wouldn't change for anything. That's an interesting, interesting thing to note for anyone maybe that's thinking about travel, hasn't got into travel yet, something like that. Like, oftentimes, when you talk to people about travel, people that have traveled, I told you this question and answer bit would be better than the first bit. Uh, often when you talk to people that have traveled, they will say, you know, the number one thing that changed my life for the better is going out and traveling. Because it's, when you think about it, if you haven't traveled before, you're just thinking, well, I'm just in a new place. It's just me in a different place. But that's not true at all. It's totally different. It's, oh man, it's miles different because it's about the things that happen to you. Life is about what can happen to you at any given moment, right? And then accepting those things in. And if you're living in Nottingham, for example, and you're living in a place, you go to work, you go back to your place, you go back to work, how many things, how many different things can happen to you? And how many things that do happen to you can change your mind on something, can change your way of thinking about life? This is what I think about, man. It's like when you're traveling, I mean, today uh, I talked to a girl from Ukraine, I talked to a Dutch person, I talked, you know what I mean? And they all have these different life experiences and that can just open you up and go, man, that's a really good idea. Or, oh, I never thought about that, you know? Like, so travel just puts you in a place where these opportunities are many. That's what travel is. And you get to see cool stuff in a different country, you know? So yeah, that's, that's important, that is. All right, she continues. In this time, I've learned, though, that it's not particularly where you live that makes life great. It's the people... I should really read these before, <laughs> before answering. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's... Uh, where are we? Uh, it's, it's the people you surround yourself with and what you do with your time. Although living somewhere you love does make it even better. Um, yeah, I feel like... I feel like I just said that and I should have just read it. <laughs> I'd love to train and develop my skills further so that I can turn my interests into passions and passions, sorry, into something I do full time and not just on the side of the boring and mindless day jobs. Yes, this is something that's potentially best to start back in my homeland, the UK, and see where it goes from there. I would agree. I would agree. So the, the company, my company, that's in the United States. And so that's kind of, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's... It feels a bit weird because it feels a bit like you're gaming the system because you've got these countries and you're privileged to, you know, use a term, but you're privileged enough 
to have been born there and have rights there and be able to start something there. And many people all over the world would kill for just for a visa for the UK, like to be able to start something, to start a business, to do anything like that. And we, if you're from these places, have this already. So using it and then going out into the other countries and doing what you want to do with your life, that, it, I feel like it's kind of gaming the system a little bit and using your privilege. That's a term I never say and I know it, I think it means something different nowadays but I literally mean the actual words. So using that privilege to, uh, to kind of live the life the way you want. And this is, I don't know, man, this is something I often think about. It's like, how much of what I'm doing in life is just selfish and is just, you know, it's like live your best life and stuff like that. Like how much is me being out here, going around Europe on a Harley? How, like, that seems pretty selfish when there's people that you know what I mean? They wouldn't even just kill for a Harley, but would kill for a bicycle. You know what I mean? And I don't know. It, I don't know. It's a weird thing to think about because maybe there's a bit of guilt there, I suppose, because these people don't have don't have the advantages that I do and stuff like that. But then, but then there's that thing of like when it comes to financial, when it comes to money, it's like. You can't, if money, money is the best way to help a lot of things in this world that we live, right? And so in order to help with the use of money, you need that money. In order to help with time, you need that time. You know what I mean? Like, so that's also a way to think about it. But I don't know, it is something I'm thinking about and I need to think about it further. I don't know how I got onto this, but that is definitely something I think about. But, then again, there's the hedonist, 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 hedonist um, in me that's like, life is, life is short, life is about enjoying life, like, you know what I mean? Like, we get the one life, like, look after the people you love, etc. So, I don't know, it could go either way on that, but it's an interesting topic. I want to hear what you guys think about that, and not in the way of, like, you know, have people on YouTube videos, I want to know what you think about this. Put it in the comments. They just want comments. I genuinely, I genuinely want to know what you guys think about this so that I can further my kind of uh, my thinking of it, you know, and kind of maybe come to a bit of a conclusion in my brain. So, and outside opinions are good for that. So I, I do want to know what you guys think about that, uh, that premise. So, right, she continues. As exciting as my new adventure sounds, the thought of landing back down in my small town in the Midlands uh, very shortly, is pretty daunting after being away for so long and experiencing so much. Yes, this is a common thing in travel. It's the, uh, oh, someone back on the show uh, coined a term for it, reverse culture shock. That was it. thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I'm worried I'm going to feel even more out of place than when I left. You almost definitely will. Uh, you definitely will, actually, I'm going to say it. Uh, despite looking forward to seeing all my old friends and family again. Most people I know have mortgages, marriages, and kids, and I'm only 27. This is far from what I want right now. Luckily, I'll be there for only six weeks before cycling Land's End to John O'Groats. That's the top of the UK to the bottom of the UK. In September, my next little project. Right, first of all, I love that you're doing projects. That's a really good way to live, I think, you know, move on from one thing to the other. That's great, right? Man, I'm getting out of breath. <laughs> it's talking and walking, that's what it is. Right, uh, yeah, I love that you're doing that. But yeah, there will be that reverse cult culture shock. You will feel out of place. But, and I felt the same thing. I know exactly what you mean, right? Oh, well done. How did it feel, she says, when you got back home 
home is in inverted commas after so long. And what did you do to overcome any of the issues? I've read plenty of articles on the subject, but these people didn't come from a small town in the Midlands. Yes, and I, as you know, do come from a small town in the Midlands. It's, uh, it's called Newport, actually, and it's, uh, it's next to kind of half an hour from Wolverhampton, you know. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, so I was in, this is weird, because I was in the exact, almost the exact same position as you. I went from Nottingham right, to Australia. I was over there, over that way for, yeah, two and a half, three years, something like four years, I don't know how long it was. I'm bad with time. And then came back to a small town in the Midlands. So I did your exact, your exact thing, right? So let me try and remember. My memory's terrible. Let me try and remember, right? So I came back and I, I, I was coming back from India. And so I was quite zen <laughs> to, to, you know, to use the term. I also had dengue fever and it was pretty horrible. But, but after that kind of, you know, after that was better. It was like nothing had changed. This is one of the things that you'll feel. You'll come back and you'll go, wow, like all the buildings are still there. Maybe the Woolworths is now a Waitrose, but like everything is still there. And not only are the buildings the exact same thing, but all the people there. I think progress is limited when you're doing the same thing every day. And the majority of people do the same thing every day. And so their progress naturally is limited. And so they seem very similar when you get back to when you left. And you think, man, this is half strange and I don't really like it, and half quite nice in a kind of nostalgic, homely feel. That is kind of nice. And it kind of presents you with these two ways to go. You can either go the one way, which is, I am the person that went and lived in Australia, New Zealand for a couple of years, and it was really good. I really enjoyed my experience, but then I settled down, got married, and got a job in the Waitrose, which used to be a Woolworths. Or you can continue with your growth, right? which like you said, you want to do, because you have changed as a person. You've changed a lot, right? And when you come back, uh, who was it? There was someone that came on the show that said what he does is he uses his growth and he kind of brings that upon the people there. And that can go a bit, that can go a bit weird, you know? People, especially in those positions, don't really want to grow in a sense, but like, yeah. Sticking to your growth and sticking to your new ideals and sticking to all the new thoughts that you have. These thoughts that you have and these opinions that you have and the growth that you've had, this doesn't just exist outside of that town. This is not due to the circumstance or the location. This is you now, right? This is inside you. So if you, if you put you, if you put you, if you put you in, uh, New Zealand, or if you put you in a, you put you is such a strange, t uh, yeah. If you're in New Zealand, or if you're in uh, your small town in the Midlands, it's still you. So you need to still be you. You need to take what you've learned, take your lessons, take your growth, and keep on with that. Because that is a good, that's a good trajectory. Wait, let's do this. That's a good trajectory. There you go. So I would say stick, to, oh, what's the phrase? Kind of stick hard to your new. To, your, to you, to your new you, right? And don't try not to fall back into what can be a nice and comfortable, and we know how I feel about comfortable, a nice, comfortable existence, which will, you will feel the pull because you're in the place and you'll have the nostalgia, you'll be with your old friends, you will feel the pull from everywhere. But try to keep your new ideals, your new opinions, your new you, keep that alive. And like you say, doing your projects, that is gonna help. 
a lot, but yeah, it's, it's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be fun. And <laughs> if you go back and you realize that you're telling everyone the same stories over and over again, then uh, start a podcast. Call it Travel Stories Podcast 2. <laughs> that is legitimately how this podcast started. <laughs> right then, let's go on to some Instagram questions. What we got here? Ah, oh, man. Right, all done. Here we go. Right. We've got one. Ah, this is my, uh, my mom's mate, Dave. DB Schiffnell. Schiffnell, great town. Hey, Hayden, I'm the guy who works with your mom. Nice and quick, nice and easy. <laughs> yeah, guy that works with my mom. Started listening to the show. How good's that? How good's that? Right then, we've got... Thanks for listening, by the way, man. Real cool of you. We have one from Mapless Adventures. That is a fantastic name. That is a good way to live. Right, she says, let's have a look. Nicole Lang, German, I'm guessing. That's a shot in the dark, could be Austrian, who knows. Uh, probably me, if I actually look, but there you go. She says, good afternoon. I just found your podcast on Apple, search travel. Oh, good, I'm glad it comes up. And I have to say, oh, let's just move to the, which side of the escalator do you stand on here? Uh, and I have to say, I'm thoroughly enjoying listening to you. Thank you very much. I've even gone back to a few earlier episodes to listen to the beginning of your trip. That's cool, man. When I graduated with my master's degree, my dad and I spent two weeks riding his Harley up the west coast of America from Phoenix, Arizona to Idaho. Man, how good does that sound? That's amazing. She says, have you ever, have you ever thought to motorcycle through other continents once you completed with mainland Europe? Happy riding, Nicole. I have thought about that. So one thing I'm thinking is, oh, music loud over there. One thing I'm thinking is going to uh, United States, doing it there. And so I'm definitely thinking about that. And uh, uh, listener, Dan Stanley, legend, king of men, Earl of Warlords, right? That's his full title. Uh, <laughs> me and him are chatting about doing something very similar to that. And we may be opening it up to people, having people come along, maybe taking some people to film, stuff like that. So that's definitely what we're thinking about. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely thinking about that. South America. That'll be fun. It'd be nice to do the old, uh, uh, what's his name? Che was it Che Guevara that did um, the, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Motorcycle Diaries. Because I haven't read it, but I want to read it while I'm doing that journey. That'd be quite fun. So yeah, I am definitely thinking about that. And I just want more bikes. <laughs> just want more bikes. I'll keep Gloria with my brother and I'll buy a new one. Her name will be Marisa, obviously. Then the next one, her name will be Carolina. I've already planned this out. <laughs> so yeah, I definitely am thinking about that. But that's amazing about going to, what was it, Arizona to Idaho. I'm not actually sure what Idaho, Idaho is, but I mean, if you're starting in Arizona, it's all pretty good riding. So it sounds amazing, man. I love it, I love it. All right then, uh, let's see. This one is from <clears throat> Living As Lynn. Oh, she says, just found your podcast a couple of weeks ago and I can't stop listening. Well, that's always good. Uh, I'm a medical courier in Atlanta and I drive for six hours a day by myself and podcasts are my salvation from being bored. Aren't they just, isn't that what podcasts are great for? You can just listen to someone chatting for ages. You know what I mean? And it's like, I find that, I find that if you vibe with that person, even though it's kind of one way, if you vibe with that person, then you can just listen to him chat about anything. That's what I'm hoping anyway. <laughs> because otherwise I can be a bit boring. Uh, where are we? My husband and I just made the goal of working hard and paying down our student debt as much as possible. See, you've just reminded me. Like, student debt, right. <laughs> student debt is something I forget that I have until someone mentions it. They say student debt, I go, oh, I got one of those. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? 
Anyway, I really should pay that off at some point. Uh, as much as possible and move to Europe in five years, preferably to Munich. Hey, listening to you helps keep me motivated. Yeah, I would recommend Munich, man, especially if you like punk rock gigs. <laughs> That's really cool, man. I love that you factored in the working hard there because that shows that you're making the plan, you know? It's like, that's what differentiates a dream and a goal. A little, even if it's a little bit of a plan, right, we need to work hard and do that, and this is where we're gonna go. That is now no longer a dream, that's a goal, and that's a plan of action, so I love that. She continues, anyway, just wondering if you have a favorite place you've been to so far. What places would you want to go back and spend more time? I'm making a list of all the places I want to check out when I move. P.S. I'm from Arizona and there are not wheat fields that I've ever seen, but they do have farms and a lot of dairy farms. Right, there you go. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of wheat fields when I thought of Arizona, but there you go. Right, favorite places in Europe, near to Munich, let's see. Andorra was like surprisingly nice. Surprisingly nice, it sounds bad, but like I was surprised that it was as nice as it is, basically. I was expecting it to be cold, nothing there but it's actually super nice, so I'd recommend that. And if you're in Europe, I mean, you kind of opened up then to anywhere in Europe. Like, if you just get a, I mean, if you've got an estate car, a wagon, what do they call it in the States? Like an estate car, a wagon? That's the English and the Aussie versions. Um, uh, state, yeah, station wagon, yeah. If you've got one of those, then, you know, you're sorted. You're in Europe, you can go anywhere, you know? So you can just drive to Barcelona. Barcelona, really nice, especially in the mountains kind of just above Barcelona, super nice. I'd definitely go back to Barcelona. That was really nice. Where else? The south of Spain is super nice. The south of France has a lot of nice places. It depends what you're into, it really does. It depends what you're into. Where else? If you're in Munich, you could go, ah, tell you where, anywhere in the Baltics. So Croatia, and uh, I may be showing a lack of geography. I'm kind of guessing that, that the Baltics is Croatia, Serbia, Albania, etc. I hope it is. Uh, so Croatia is amazing, right? So if you start in the north, which is super nice, right? The Istra, the, like the Istra coast, I think it is. That's just from memory, that is. Uh, and then you can ride, uh, ride or drive down and it's like 10, 12 hour ride or drive and it's all perfect. And then you get to Dubrovnik, which is amazing. It's the, the filming, filming location, the old town rather, uh, of what's it called? King's Landing from Game of Thrones. So like, I would recommend Croatia, one of my favorite, favorite countries, man. Super, super nice. But yeah, Romania is good. Well, if you're a motorcyclist, Romania is super good. But yeah, Croatia, I'll say. Let's go with Croatia. I'd recommend that. But yeah, good luck on all of your, all of your plans, man. I know they'll go well, because it sounds like you're really thinking about it and you've, you're nailing down into the brass tacks here. So I really like that, man. And let me know how it goes. Let me know how it goes. Right, I think, this might be our last one for the day. This is from Jack Prezzo. <laughs> he says, hey man, I'm Jack, I'm 22 from Liverpool. This sounds like uh, a blind date. Is that, is that too old of a reference? Blind date, bit of silver black like? <laughs> What's the one with that bloke, that northern bloke? Um, it's just an English reference. This is uh, take me out, take me out, take out, something like that, anyway. Sounds like a dating show. <laughs> Jack, I'm 22 from Liverpool and I'm a plumber. He's not a plumber. Uh, last year I graduated uni with a 2-1 in graphic design. Well done, man, well done. 
Uh, that summer, I basically spent my time working part-time and going on a few holidays to festivals abroad and stuff, nice. Long story short, a year on, I've just quit my retail job and now I'm on my own two feet. Loving that, like I said before. Nothing is good or bad. Quitting a job can be seen as good or bad. I see it as very, very good. Uh, I have about three grand saved up. Nicely done, son. Uh, and I'm thinking about booking a one-way ticket to somewhere in Europe. I'm loving how, the, how this is going. A one-way ticket, first off, amazing. Somewhere, brilliant, uh, in Europe for a few weeks and may be, maybe even try and find some work there. Right here, you got three grand in your in your pocket. Ooh, almost made it. Not, yeah. <laughs> it's really difficult to not be explicit, you know. What I mean, I've been talking to my brother as well, so that doesn't help. I'm a bit of a novice to solo travel, so I just want somewhere cheap, safe, and a good place to meet some peeps. Well, isn't yeah, isn't that what we're all looking for, man? That's amazing. Uh, help us out, buddy. <laughs> Loving the podcast and keep on trucking. Love always, Jeff. And then he, he also sent, he says, uh, here's a little homage I've done for you whilst listening to the podcast last night, take care. And it was a logo for, um, for what's it called? Hold on, let me just have a look at it. It's, uh, it's in my saved stuff. I'll just stop walking so I can do this. I just realized how sweaty I've become. Yeah, it's, it says Backpack Digital Travel Podcast, Mainland, Europe, Mainland European Tour 2018. Got a backpack on it, Hayden Lee, man. It's super good. I shared it on my uh, on my Instagram. It's it's awesome. It's awesome. I'll see if I can put it in the show notes for this episode, so you guys can check this out because it's super good. And his uh, his graphic uh, graphic artist Instagram seems to be Jack P R S T N. It's badass. There's a number 43 on it, and I want to know why. So Jack, let me know. What's the 43 about? 43 countries. How didn't I get that? That's brilliant. You got everything in there, man. That's amazing. I love it. 43 countries, backpack. That's brilliant. So, yeah. What was the question again? Was there a question? All done. <laughs> Memory's so bad. Right, here we are. Jack Prezzo. <laughs> Somewhere cheap, safe, and a good place to meet some peeps. Right. Uh, safety, you've got nothing to worry about. In all of Europe, you'll be absolutely fine. Wherever you live in England, it's probably less safe than where you're going in Europe. <laughs> so, safety's all right. Uh, let's see, somewhere cheap and safe. If you want it cheap, then you go to the east. And in fact, no, that fits all of the boxes. I would go to the east because it is, I mean, when you're talking about the east and the west of Europe, it is significantly cheaper in the east. So if you go to somewhere like Romania or, you know, Prague or Budapest, something like that, they're, they're super cheap, super nice. Bulgaria is amazing. It depends, yeah, like I always say, it depends what you're into, you know? Uh, if you go to, let's see, if you were to go to, let's say, hmm, should we go there or there? Let's go to Budapest, right? Budapest in Hungary, right? I'd recommend that because it's a good jumping off point to go more into the east because once you're out there, I think you'll want to stay out there for a little bit. So head to Budapest, there's a load of good hostels there and you can stay, meet some people, and then as soon as you meet the people, go, ah, oh, what's your plans after this? They'll go, ah, oh, we're taking a train to Romania. And you go, oh, cool. Mind if I tag along? They're like, yeah, yeah, cool. And then you go to Romania, you find yourself in Bucharest, and then uh, and it goes like that, man. And the good thing about that is it is so cheap over there in the, in the or over there, I'm in the east. Uh, it's so cheap in the east of Europe that you can just go for as long as you want. You just quit your job. You're on your own two feet. You've got, you've got nothing 
that sounds really bad. You've got nothing to go back for. That's <laughs> you not know what I mean. You, can't, you know what I mean? You've got no responsibilities, it sounds like. So, man, you're in the prime position. You're in the prime position. This, I don't want to hype it up or anything, but this kind of outing could be the start of something. You know what I mean? <laughs> I would go somewhere like that. Budapest, Bucharest, uh, where else have you got? Uh, Sofia in, uh, in Bulgaria. I'd go to places like that. Or Greece. Greece, well, no. Greece is right. Greece is really nice, actually. Then you've got the coast. Yeah, Greece is cool. Portugal's nice but expensive. I'd go to the east. Go to the east and, like you said, one-way ticket. Open plans. You've got, you know, if, a, if an experience pops up, you go, yes. And you grab it with both hands and you see where it takes you. I'm excited to see what happens, man. I'm excited to see what happens with a lot of the... Uh, a lot of the questions that have come in this week. It's like, where should I go? What should I do? I'm going to go here. Let me know how it all goes. And that, um, the uh, girl just got back. Was that, uh, was that Phil in it? I think it was. <laughs> yeah, and uh, let me know how that all goes. I'm really excited to hear about that, actually. All right, this is going to be a shorty today because I've walked around this mall about seven times now. <laughs> I'm here to buy... Uh, what am I even here to buy? I'm here to buy a couple of... A bit of clothes. I haven't bought clothes in... Oh, it must be over a year now, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to do it anymore. But <laughs> I'm here to buy some clothes. <coughs> oh, man. And because uh, I'm going to be in New York and I've got to look a bit kind of... This is the thing. I don't want to wear a shirt, you know. I don't do button-downs. I've got holes in my jeans. <laughs> I'm just going to buy a couple of T-shirts. I'm really... I'm looking for, like, a, a nice Black Sabbath T-shirt, something like that, you know, because what I've got at the moment... <coughs> man, I should really edit, edit out the cuffs, but I'm not going to... Uh, what I've got at the moment is I've got an Iron Maiden shirt and I've got another so I need something that fits, that fits, you know what I mean? So anyway, that's what I'm going to do now. And this is a shorty this week, but um, next week I will be, like I said, in Philadelphia. I'll be with a bunch of people, I'll be with people from the company, I'll be with Charlie, who's travelled all over the shop. So, yeah, I'm going to think about what to do next week. And I've been having some thoughts about season seven, right? I've been having some thoughts about what to do. Now... What I might do is put a bunch together, compile them, and see which one you guys think sounds interesting. Because I do have some really interesting, if I don't say so myself, I do have some really interesting ideas about where to go with it. Where to go with it. Right, I'm going to head to that little Starbucks I see in the corner there. Get myself a bit of a coffee. I'll be awake for days, but there you go. And uh, I'll find some t-shirts. I don't know if I'll find a Black Sabbath one, but we'll see how it goes. Right then, I'll talk to you guys next week. Keep on traveling. Keep on going back to where you're from and thinking, wow, people are all the same. Keep on doing what you're doing. If you want to ask me a question or a comment or anything like that, it's Instagram at Backpack Digital. If you don't have Instagram, it's on the good old dog and bone. Uh, plus 44, 7745-889472. Also, you can call me. Like, honestly, you can just give me a call. The only problem is, however, with calling me is that I don't stop talking. So that's the only problem. <laughs> Sweet. I will talk to you guys next week. You guys have a good one.